Welcome to The Living Room, a cozy place of candid conversation. We're a group of women in various ages and stages of life. Join us for thoughtful discussion with a side of humor. We chat about everything from parenting issues to life balance, what matters most, and how to make it happen in everyday life. Settle in just to listen or feel free to add your comments online at www.fromthelivingroom.com. And now, your hosts for today's show. Welcome to The Living Room. I'm Christy, your host for today's show. I'm also joined by... Jana, Michelle, and Jody. Welcome. We are all counting down the days to summer break around here. And I think we all do that. We look forward to summer. We anticipate summer. Our kids anticipate summer. And then it gets to summer and we're like, oh my gosh, now what do I do? What do I do with these children? (laughs) They are everywhere. What do I do with myself? I don't know. Um, But have you ever gotten to the end of summer and realized you missed out? Yes. Yeah. You didn't take that camping trip. Or for me last summer, I promised the kids from for a year that I would sleep with them outside on the tramp. Oh, yeah. And we got to the end of the summer, and the night before school started, my daughter looks at me, and I felt like we'd given them this great summer, and she goes, we never slept on the tramp. And it was this sigh. And, <laughs> and so we today we're going to talk about how to choose the summer that you and your family want to have and how to make that summer actually happen. So... I want to start out with our favorite summer memories. What is something from your childhood, and it doesn't even have to be childhood, but that just really stands out to you as summer? Mm. Jana. My best summer memories are with my family and with my grandparents in particular. One of my grandparents had a swimming pool in the backyard, and my aunt taught lessons, and we would sometimes swim two, three hours a day, and um, it was just a beautiful place to be and so much fun, cooled down. Those same grandparents also had a cabin, and so we'd going up to the cabin with the family in the summer was really, really fun, and it, there were always work projects to be done, but there was plenty of time for fun. Lots of times we could bring our friends up, too. Then my other grandma... Um, had this most beautiful garden in the backyard. And we would sit, when it was just starting to cool down, just going a little bit dusk, we would sit and place bets on which of the primroses would open first. She had these mm. evening primroses, and we would just watch which one was going to unfold its petals first. That was oh, a great memory. Beautiful. Oh, I love it. Mm. What about you, so Jody? my summers when I was growing up had everything to do with our motorhome. We had different size motorhomes when I was growing up. We started out when I was four and five with the Chinook, which those of you are old enough to remember what a Chinook is or have even ever heard of one. It was pretty much like a Datsun, you know, um, what a station wagon with the little uh, camper on the top. I mean, it was tiny, but as time went on, dad got a little bigger motorhome and it was going in the motorhome. We went all sorts of places. And it was the drive. My parents own a motorhome today. We were in it a few weeks ago with them. And I was sitting in the front seat with my dad. And it was just, it was precious. I was remembering what it was like to be that little girl and excited about who knows where we were going to end up because my dad was pretty spontaneous. But being in that motorhome, and my husband is not a motorhome lover. And so we've never purchased one. But I really do love still going in the motorhome. We'd camp. Sometimes it was a big trip. Sometimes it was a short overnighter. Didn't matter. It was go. And sometimes even if it was just to the park in the motorhome, and my dad would <laughs> pile in the neighborhood kids, and anybody who wanted to go for AW Root Bear could come. But it was the motorhome, and I think being together in this giant movable house was just awesome. That's mm-hmm. cool. 
My favorite summer memory is something that I try to give my kids is I just loved being outside. And we would be outside oh, from, from dawn till dusk. Huge. And we like with the kids, neighbor kids, we would play kickball in the backyard and we would play soccer in the street. And we just, I just loved being outside all day long and it didn't matter what we were doing and it was free. There was a time when summers oh, were I love free, night games. endless, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That. Yeah. 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 For me, I had this one summer where my mom, who was a working mom, had a baby in May. And so uh, she took uh, her maternity leave. And so I had a mom that summer and she went all out. She, that woman, I I could never do what she did, but every day we would have a different adventure. So Mm. we woke up one day with a new baby. With a new baby. Yeah. She, your mom's amazing. Oh, she really was. And she was just feeding the baby everywhere we went. It was lovely. Anyway, um, we went. What what is geodes looking for geodes? Oh, we cool. went to ghost towns. We went to all the city's little, you know, strawberry days and alpine days and oh, highland fun. days, all the days, and <laughs> uh, yeah, every so single fun. day. And she's she came up. We're going to this soda fountain in Eureka today, <laughs> and you know they were. It was just the most memorable thing because I usually didn't get to have a mom around. So I love I that. love that. I love that. I could yeah. check out the soda fountain in Eureka. I want to do that this summer. Mm. I love those days. There's really good burgers in Camas too. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to go through some seven tips on how to choose the summer that your family has. And let's chat about each of them. So my first tip is to have a family meeting and outline a few key things you don't want to miss, then get those scheduled. Yes. So we have this, um, my friend does this big form of a, of a vision board of summer stuff. And so they'll clip out things from the newspaper or whatever, and they put it up on the board. Um, I am not that organized to do that, but we have on my phone, the summer list. And it actually is something that we don't sit down and talk about, but it's just throughout the entire winter or whatever, the kids will say, I want to make sure we do that this summer. Can we please put it on the summer list? And now my son is old enough to type and can spell and things. Mm -hmm. And so he's like, can I put that on the summer list? So now, excuse me, I let him do it. But it's just really fun to see what they care about when we talk. And I thought when we started this that they would only pick expensive things like going to the amusement park and, and going and buying stuff and going on big trips. But they pick things like, go to the park and have a picnic and sleep out in the backyard. And yeah, that's they pick they some fun little things. And so we have that on our list. And so we don't have to do something every single day, but we cut it for the week, figure out what we're doing, going to do from the summer list. I love it. That's awesome. And I hope that as we share these ideas, maybe you won't make a, a vision board or maybe you won't have a summer list or maybe you won't have any of these other things, but I hope they spark ideas for you. What do you guys do to plan with your families? When my kids were younger, we were on year-round school. And so our summer, sometimes we would get the D-track and we'd get six weeks in summer. And then sometimes we'd get three weeks, go back to school, and then have three weeks more. And it was kind of broken up. I'm on board for that. So, you know, (laughs) I I really loved it because throughout the year, I felt like I got to take a little bit of pumpkin patch and do things throughout the holidays. But one thing that, this is credited to my oldest daughter, and she wanted to have an A schedule and a B schedule. What? <laughs> and the reason was is because um, I had some freelance work that I was doing at the time. And so I would have to do a little bit of that sometime during 
you know, the week. Mm -hmm. But an A schedule meant that we went and did our fun thing at 10 a.m. And then our B schedule meant that we did it at 1. And so she mm -hmm. she was a planner and needed That's to kind of see idea. how the day went. And so we'd have it on the fridge, nothing major. Like even if it was just the library was the fun thing for the day, she would know ahead of time, oh, good, we get to do that at 10. And we had lunch. And so it allowed us to still have somewhat of a schedule, but not a real rigid schedule and would allow me the flexibility to go there. Not every morning do you want to be up and ready to go by 10. Mm -mm. Um, but when you have a Jacqueline for a first child, that's what you do. But I do look back at those summers and think, you know, that worked perfectly. And we would talk about what that fun activity was going to be. Splash parks. I think we visited every splash park in the entire valley. And they're free and they're, you know, pack your picnic. And again, so it doesn't have to be big. But sometimes thinking about how you're going to schedule it and what that's going to look like. You don't always have every day to go to the pool and spend all day, but what if you have an, an hour chunk of time or a two-hour chunk of time? And yeah, kind you of know that. What I love about that A schedule, B schedule thing mm -hmm. is that it honors the kids' needs to have some downtime. Right. Kids need to sometimes just stare at the grass, you know? Yes. They don't need to have an activity every minute. They need some stuff that's just really down. Yeah. And I like that while you were working, they were doing that, and then you flip-flop. That's great. Yeah. I, it'll be interesting to see if she does that when she's a mom, because I'll be like, Jacqueline, remember when you made me do the A-B schedule? <laughs> we so also had funny. other kids that I was babysitting because moms that were working, and because I did, I was freelancing at home or, you know, and so it allowed those kids to also come and feel like, oh, we know what the plan is, you know? So much fun. So, mm -hmm. Okay, second tip. It doesn't have to be the same. If you have a swim team summer, one summer, you can have a traveling summer the next. And let me explain what I mean by this. My kids have done swim team for a few years. And one year, I just couldn't. I just couldn't do it anymore because swim team is smack dab in the middle of the day, five days a week. And wow. I felt like, oh, it's just scheduled. And, and so then I went, oh, I'm so guilty because I'm not letting them do swim team. And they love swim team. But then we had this great summer where we did nothing and it was wonderful. So it's okay to choose one summer to have more structured activities, whether that's summer camp or a swim team or day camps. And it's okay also to the next summer say, we're not going to do that. I would take a swim team in the middle of the day. Ours is at 7 a.m. Oh, and that is awful. no summer for me. That's not summer. Oh. And so I was like, no, no. no. But I, I get your point. I wasn't. I, I, <laughs> I know, right? Thank you. Yeah. Mom solidarity. I do like yes. what your what your main point is, though, is that sometimes it's designing it and we get stuck on what it has to look like. When in reality, I remember like you, Michelle, my husband saying I, he would get on his bike and just ride and ride and ride and then come back about three or four in the afternoon. Oh, yeah. And so the reality is that sometimes summer like wind has to just take you somewhere. Yeah. And we yeah. have to be yes. the kind of mother that just allows summer to be summer. We want it to feel different than the school year because when right. the school year comes, it's really a, a schedule. And so I do like that feeling of let it come like the wind and I like that be a too. little free. Well, yeah. and I think that we over schedule our kids and this is a different show, but I think our kids are so scheduled. They need to learn the skill of peace. Exactly. And entertaining themselves. Yes. For yeah. Exactly. And downtime. Yeah. And so I think that that's, that's great. Um, also, we need to look at what each of our kids likes to do and not force them into something else. You know, one of my kids loves swim team. The other kind of likes it. So one summer we do it and the next summer we don't do it. There you go. Okay. My next tip is see your world. What is unique about where you live and have you seen it? 
So until last year, I had not seen Arches National Park. We live in Utah. Mm -hmm. It's three hours away. I am old. And I had not... not Well, I feel old. I'm 36. (laughs) You're a youngin'. And I had not seen it in 36 years. So uh, what is unique to where you live? And what's wrong with the staycation? I love staycations. Yeah. Yeah. What are some of the coolest things that you have seen on staycations? You mentioned the days, you know, the different, uh, we have South Jordan days, Riverton days, wherever you live, there's something going on, but sometimes it's just participating in something that they have. Mm -hmm. There's, you know, pie bake-offs or there's the 5k run, or, um, you mentioned the going to Eureka for the soda fountain shop. You know, there's, um, some Mexican restaurants that we've figured out where they are. I love down in town Salt Lake. They have the free concerts in the park. And Mm -hmm. that's how we fell in love with some of that outdoor folksy music. And it was taking um, a pizza on a blanket. And we haven't done that for a few years. But, you know, my husband worked downtown. So I'd say, hey, bring in the kids down. We're going to go listen to, you know, whatever the the band was that was playing that night. But it was being outside. And I remember when Zoe was like three or four and she started to be big enough to wander over to the fountain. And but it's that it's doing something different. And then you'd come home and felt like you'd been somewhere. Right. You know, when really you'd just been downtown. Mm-hmm. So so I have a friend that makes a, and she does this super simply that doesn't make me want to poke my eyes out, but she does like a little <laughs> like passport for the summer. And so oh, it'll be cute. things that they've never done before, but the kids mm-hmm. can see what's going to happen. And she, but they only do one every few days. It's not like they're doing one every day, but it'll be some unknown things in their area that they've never so done before. Fun. And then and they feel like a vacation. They got their little passport. They, they got, got their little passports and it might be a 30 minute drive. It might be a 10 minute drive. And um, it also reminds me of another friend who my mom told me about. It was her friend that they went around for the summer and their goal for the summer was to find the best soft serve. And so they went to every mom and pop shop (laughs) and every chain and tried a soft serve cone once a week until at the end of the summer, they deemed this one as their, I don't even remember which one that was, but I love it. That's That's another kind of fun thing to do just close to home. Right. Yeah. One of my favorite memories, and I'm sorry if I've shared this on a show before, was I found a an article that said the seven best hikes for kids, waterfall hikes for kids in Utah. And I looked at them and we did all of them in one day. Whoa. What? We started at, they they were all very short because they were for kids uh-huh. and oh, we're a okay. hiking so family. Yeah. So we're, we are used to hiking and my kids are used to hiking. So we started at six in the morning <laughs> and we woke up and we started at the Northern part of the state and they were all waterfall hikes and they were oh, all short. So, fun. so we would go to do the little hike, see the waterfall, took a picture and then we would get something at a restaurant to share. Mm. And then we went to the next one. Saw the waterfall, did the hike, got something at a restaurant so to fun. share. That's and we true. went all the way. Wow. Some would but like but here's the thing. You can go online and you can find articles like that. You can and and just be creative with them instead of saying, Oh, here's seven hikes, let's go see one this day and one that day. How can you make them fun? So yeah. how can you make the world you live in awesome? What I about you, that. Jenna? You're really good about that. I don't know. I think for me, we are surrounded by the best natural resources in the world and I would feel like completely ripped off if I didn't spend some time in nature every day in the summer and so that would be my thing and we do lots of of hikes and other stuff and sometimes I really have to twist their arms to go and other yeah. times they love yeah. it they're they're gung-ho more yeah. than but I even like how how Jody was saying what's the best Mexican restaurant or what's the best those are fun Michelle's those are so yeah, fun just, 
you can do things around where you are. Sometimes I get stuck in the mindset of if I'm not traveling on some exotic vacation like everyone else seems to be, then we're not having fun. But we really are. Can I tell you what I'm so excited about this summer? So my husband has been restoring an old Jeepster. So it will be a convertible. It's 1979. He's almost done restoring it. Wow. And the most exciting thing that we have planned is to all get in the convertible and go through the Arctic Circle drive-thru. <laughs> oh, very you know, Those evenings in the summer when he's been working on it for two summers, and it's just the thought that the wind in your hair and that, and that you know, the kids, two, two are in the, well, and their kids, they're teens, but the reality is, is that you're all together, but you just are going for the shaved ice or the ice cream. But it's sometimes when the dad gets home from work, um, and if mom's working too, it's that little time in the evening when it's nice and cool, the sun is kind of going down, and you can go get that soda or that shaved ice or something. And it's just to top off the day. But yeah. I'm excited to go in the, you know, in his project. I have That's a friend fun. who decided that for her family they were going to see the sunset every day of the summer no matter where they were and take a picture of it so they had all of these sunsets but once again just be creative with what you have where you are that's right my next tip is spending a lot of money does not equal the best summer ever memories can be made for free yes so if you think (laughs) back on on your favorite summer memories i bet that they didn't cost a lot of money yeah Mm -hmm. Anyone? One of my yeah, favorite. primroses. They were yeah. free. Free. Yeah. Free primroses. <laughs> yeah. Um, my yeah. stepmother, when I would go to Canada to visit my dad and my stepmom, uh, would take us to the library. Mm. And I have this one summer that I remember I was 10 years old and I loved the Babysitter Club's books. Oh, yeah. Yes. And so she would take me every day. I could get as many as I wanted. And she would bring me home, and I had one summer that I was totally spent reading books all day long. I love and it's that. such a and, and I read books in the Strawberry Patch, and I read books in in the little splash park they had, and I read books everywhere, all over the place, and that was free. Mm-hmm. So, what are some things you do with your families that don't cost money that have made great memories? Um. So. One of the things that my kids needed more than anything else, and I hope I'm not stealing something from another from another tip, okay? No, but um, just some of the routines that they do in the morning before we do other things, and those are some of the things that they're actually talking about doing again. Like every morning before we go somewhere, and this is for my sanity, okay? So that they're not oh, yeah. pulling me out of bed at nine a.m. I mean, I'm out of bed by then, but they're not like rushing me out the right. door by right. then. Right, right. But they have they have to do their reading in the morning. They do their piano. They, and they do something outside before, almost before we do anything else. And granted, if we have plans, we're going somewhere. But they do all those things. And we, I hate the word words, I'm bored. And so I just kind of help them find their own things that they can do that are summary that are outside so that they can have some of those memories. And if that's opening the gates and letting all the neighborhood kids over, I do that. And, and just love to help them. Kind of, but they need some routine, too, that helps them feel a little bit more. I don't know what that makes them feel, but I've noticed they need it. I was going to go somewhere else and I can't remember. And kids really do. So something that we can do in our own backyard, because I have a a big hill, is we've created a slip and slide. And I love this slip and slide. Um, Now, it does cost a little money up front because you do need to have construction plastic. You can't just add, because we've we've learned it the hard way. I could write a book on how to create slip and slides. You can't just get slip and slides 
from the box and then hook up together just because of the way mm -hmm. that they're done. You really need a construction grade plastic or you can get an old sign from a sign company. Mm -hmm. And you yeah, those a little, are good, the billboards. Little yeah. baby oil or a little baby soap. And it does ruin your grass at the end by the end of the summer because you, you do want it to be slippery slidey. But the you don't even have to have a huge hill because you can do it on a flat ground if you've got some space to run and just, you know, but turning the backyard into red and white, blue parfaits, you know, with mm. the blueberries and the, the little cupcakes, some whipped cream, um, have your lemonade and some hot dogs roasting. And then the kids just come and go down the slip and slide. And, you know, you can create, uh, something at a, like a water park. You don't need, a, a or a membership, you know, to go, you can do it in your own backyard and there's tons of things on Pinterest that you can turn in to fancy sprinklers and things like that. And my son has built a few of those. And some of them have failed miserably. But that slip and slide, I seriously, for the last six years um, since we lived in this house, has been such a fun thing. And my neighbors do know that I go down it. And I hurt my hip on it one time because I rolled. <laughs> but, again, it's just getting getting a little bit outside the box and saying, so we have a, a different kind of backyard what can we do with it? You know, we can turn it into, into this. Yeah. What about you, Jenna? Anything, what do you do to not spend money, but have a great time and make a lot of memories? You know, my husband's a filmmaker and a few summers we've given the kids a camera and mm. just let them go wild. And Jeff has taught him a few little tricks. Like, you know, if you stand here with your hand out and your friend stands back here, it looks like you're holding your friend in your hand, you know, that oh. kind of stuff. And so they've, they've, both steel cameras and video cameras. They've had a ton of fun making little skateboarding vi videos or other kinds of things like that. It's, and that it'll entertain them for hours because they're creative. Hours. Yeah. Awesome. Playmaking is a lot of fun. I did that when I was a kid. You we know? did too. And yeah. I think that's something to bring that back. There's so many fun apps that the kids can do on their phones that help them create a beginning, middle, and an end. But if you can give them an idea and say, hey, for the next hour, why don't you, you know, do x y and z and come up with this sometimes it's they just need that little boost of creativity yeah be willing to let things go is my next tip uh the house will be messier and that's okay i think mm -hmm. sometimes we're so in mom mode that we don't get to have a summer and we need to relax and just let it go let it go I'm going to move on to tip six. Oh, oh you sure. know, I was going to say, yeah. that's really hard for me because I teach. And so in the spring, when everyone does their spring cleaning, I'm in finals, right? So yeah. I spend the summer deep cleaning the house. And um, so it, I think if I really let it go, our house would be a disaster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's your season. Yeah, right? it is. So yeah. what I'm yeah. trying to say is if the kids come in and make a giant mess on your floor, it's okay. It's all right. It's Just all right. take a breath and you're going to be all right. Yeah. yeah. And, and maybe yeah, not like, everybody is type A like mm -hmm. me, but I am. No, and it goes by fast. Where Jenna and I are, where our children are older, it just, I look back at those summer days and I just say, hold on moms, because they, they do go by fast. You want to cherish them. It's, yeah. it's, it's only spilled lemonade, you know, and mm -hmm. I love that we had lemonade stands and cupcake oh, yeah. stands and cookie stands and you know, I, I left two card tables out in the middle of the yard twice to be sprinkled on and ruined because they get worked. And the reality is, is that it's it's just a table. But yeah, Christy, I think that's a great point. Yeah. You've just got to, you got to relax a little. Summer is going to be messy sometimes and that's the beauty of it. So my next tip is make time to be a kid. Mm. And I just don't want us to be so wrapped up in, uh, in planning and in 
taking care of the kids and then doing our Pinterest things, which are all great things that we miss out on being a kid. There is this beautiful song. If anyone knows me, you know I speak in musical. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a beautiful musical called Matilda. Oh, yeah. Based on it. the Roald Dahl book. And Cute. there is a song called When I Grow Up. And it talks about how children see adults. And one of the lyrics says, when I grow up, I'm going to do all of the things that moms pretend that moms don't think are fun. And (laughs) I think, you know, how many times do we pretend that we don't think it's fun to jump on the trap because we're just so worried about everybody getting in and getting their bath and getting to bed. Or it makes you go to the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) But take time to do those things and make those memories with your kids. You're still a kid. The kid inside of you is still there and wants to have some summer fun, too. Can I add something to that that comes from this hands-free life book that I'm reading? And I'll put the information on there. It's by Rachel Macy Stafford. But she says she has these daily declarations. And this says, today I will make time to play. I will delight in an old hobby or talent that used to bring me joy. If the voice of productivity tells me I am wasting time, I will say, oh, on the contrary. I am stopping to momentarily hold time, and then I will knit, bake, garden, woodwork, paint, sculpt, dance, or sing until I am completely lost in a moment and my soul is refreshed. I want my soul to be refreshed in summer. There's different refreshment that happens throughout the year, but summer allows you that lemonade kind of feel if you let it. And it is important to be hands-free. We don't want to be tied down to this digital fast paced world, but we also have to live in it. But I love the thought that she brings up, what do you love to do? Moms, we get a summer too. Maybe you want to take a baking class or try, like Michelle said, she loves to grill. So step it up a notch. You know, what can she do to increase, increase her joy and creativity in grilling or take on a hobby, but it doesn't have to be, doesn't have to be a big deal, but I think we've got to find some of our own joy, have some things to look forward to. And I love oh, the thought sure. that she says, I'm stopping to momentarily hold time. Mm-hmm. Don't we want to hold time in the mm-hmm. summer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I yes. love that yeah. thought. Sorry, oh, that brings right. us perfectly to the last point, which was, yes, make a plan, but leave room for spontaneity. Some of the best memories you make aren't going to be scripted. I remember one summer... Uh, driving home from a play rehearsal and it was my daughter's birthday and the sprinklers were going at a park and I said, let's get out and run through the sprinklers and she'll remember that forever. And it was spontaneous. So yes, plan. But if something else comes up, if you're on your way to the zoo and you see a fair on the side of the road, go to the fair, you know, do what you want to do. Be spontaneous. Any thoughts on that one? I need to work on that. That's, I'm going to write that down as my takeaway from this show. Uh, I just need to be a little bit more spontaneous. And part of the problem is just being too busy. And so for me, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as I have crafted this summer, it's a lot less like I'm, I've organized one afternoon that I do my work, my clients, my calls, but the rest is kind of open because in the past I've overscheduled and overdone things. Um, but this year it's a little bit different and I want to make room. And, and we talk about the planning to me, I have to plan to be spontaneous a little bit, but that just means leaving space, like leaving a hole and not Mm -hmm. making every single minute scheduled that we can decide, are we staying home for a little bit? Are we going somewhere? Can we, do we have time? Because how often am I saying to my kids, we don't have time to do that. We don't have time to stop. We don't have time to, we're we're doing this thing. So I'm, I'm trying to make time. 
for two years ago out. we were up at Bear Lake and uh we came home from the lake and it was a huge rainstorm and my parents had their motor home parked outside of our little house there and my nieces and my nephews were there and all of a sudden I just said who wants to go jump in the puddles and I oh, think fun. everybody looked at yeah. me like I was nutso and then said she's serious so we have a few pictures of us just drenched me included and I, that's the kind of summer that I that I long for not every moment can be a jump in the puddles moment but I think Christy the the whole key is to let loose just enough that you can say did I jump in those puddles did I go and enjoy that moment because God may give you rain in the summer so make the most of it you Mm -hmm. know go jump in the puddles and and enjoy it if if that's what you've been given and so that's going to be something I focus on this summer I agree our kids went to a Waldorf school and part of their kindergarten experience was going outside and digging in the dirt every day and and in in the third grade they would plant a garden and I used to feel like the kids hadn't had a good day if they didn't come home a little dirty and I think that kind of mentality if we apply it to summer really makes sense yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's okay to get wet it's okay to get dirty we we grow up and we get a little too serious and we have yeah. to remember that it's okay to to enjoy those summer days. They don't last very long, you know. I agree. Michelle, any closing thoughts about summer? No, I love summer and I am it's it's my favorite time of year and I when I'm not the mom that wants my kids to hurry back to school. I mean, I like it when they're gone, but I love that summer is unscheduled. And unscripted and that we don't have that we're on our routine and not the time that the school wants us to be there or the time that the gymnastics want us to be there. Yeah. And so I just love letting summer be summer and letting that be something that we do. And it's kind of just me and my kids. And I love that. Yeah. I think we should let it give it give us the respite that it's meant to give us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a season of, of something totally different than the rest of the year. We might okay. as well take advantage of it. I love it. Love it. Well, we hope that you've enjoyed our discussion today. We hope that you create the most beautiful, fabulous summers for yourselves and for your family. I hope that you join us. We have tips and tricks and recipes and all sorts of fun stuff going on on our Facebook page and our Instagram and on our website at www.fromthelivingroom.com. So until we meet again in this living room, we invite you to hold time for summer And give yourself, your family, and this summer some living room. I really love Michelle McCullough, and I love everything she teaches me about powering up and powering down and how to take what I want to do in my life and really make it happen. Michelle, why don't you tell us about your book? Well, it's um, just a fun little, I wanted to make it a quick read because I know there's a lot of personal development books out there. There are a lot of success books, but this is just a little bit of weaving into how some things that we can do, especially as women, um, those who have many responsibilities can look at some simple principles that will help you increase your productivity, get more done in a day, find more joy in the everyday, but really take those things that are deep desires in your heart that have been in a little box labeled someday for so long so that you can pull out that box dust it off and uh, look at those goals and dreams and really make it happen thank you so much michelle and make it happen is available on michelle's website at speakmichelle.com speakmichelle.com and also available on amazon believe me michelle has helped me to make it happen and she'll help you make it happen too thanks for coming to the living room we hope you've enjoyed listening laughing and learning something new Join us for our next show, and in the meantime, give yourself and those you love some living room.